process. Uh, I don't understand why the cloud server. Oh. This meeting is being recorded. Yes, now let me stream. Hold on. It is. Um, let me see. Okay. We're live. Let's see. I don't. <laughs> let's get this road party rolling. Let me put us together. All right, let's see if we're really live. I'm going on my phone. Let's see if it's on my page. Yep, but it does not show both of us. So we are live on my page. So yay! Let, yay. Me, let me share. Yes, girl. It is a process. It's a process. <laughs> it, it definitely is. It is. Um, Facebook is not. It has. It's a process. We are live. We are live. Yay. Yes. All right, girl. Congratulations. Okay. Hopefully it shows both of us. Uh, right now I'm just seeing me, but I have us both showing. So anyway, I guess when you talk, there you go. All right. So I'm so glad to do this with you. I'm so glad to be here with you and excited for you. So can you please let the wonderful people know who you are? Oh, before you do that, let me introduce myself because everybody don't know me. I'm sorry. I am Janice, a nutritionist coach, the Black Vegan Health and Wellness Life Coach. And I am here with my girlfriend, my friend, my colleagues, my colleague, and my vegan sister or plant-based sister. And we are going to get into some good conversation about her book and living this plant-based lifestyle. So go ahead and introduce yourself, my friend. For sure, thank you so much for having me. So my name is Jen Jordway. Almost nobody can pronounce my last name, so I go by Jen J. <laughs> um, and I am, like Janice said, another plant-based enthusiast. I'm actually a um, an advanced holistic nutritionist. I'm a women's hormone health coach. That's what I do. I just help women end the drama of period problems, um, all from a plant-based lifestyle. And um, I've been doing this now for almost four years, and it has been quite the journey, quite the experience, and quite the ride. So I'm really excited to be able to hear, be here today to share a little bit more about the book and what sort of brought us to this point today. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, let's get into this book, girl. Tell me more about this book. Tell me more about it. 
Yeah, for sure. So for those of you who are just tuning in here, this is the newest cookbook that I've just written. It's actually my second one. Um, and it is the plant-based alkaline diet. It has 75 recipes for lifelong health, um, entirely from a whole food plant-based perspective. And um, this book has been written uh, with the intention of making it easy for you to give it a try give it a go. There's nothing complicated about it. And in fact, I'm in the 75 recipes, I've included some of our more traditionally known comfort foods or foods that we tend to eat when we're eating the more standard meat-based diet. Um, and so this has really sort of taken that plant-based spin on the whole thing in order to just elevate your health um, and introduce you to the world of plants. Absolutely. That's it. I love that because I know for me, um, being a vegan and a coach, nutritionist coach like you, um, that's the biggest question we get is, it's hard, it's challenging. I don't know um, about the recipes. People don't, you know, they they're, they think twice about trying something new. They want to be um, vegan or incorporate a lot of it into their lifestyle, but they also don't know how to um, how to have that balance, you know, how to have that balance. Um, so I, I tend to coach people on the simplest things. And that's one of the things, reason why I loved your cookbook. So when you asked me, guys, I didn't say this. I she asked me to endorse her, give her endorsement. And so I had the book first and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so awesome. Yes, I get to do this and I get to share with everyone about this book. So um, I loved it. I was looking at it because I believe in what you said. I believe the 80-20 rule. I believe you should have um, the plant-based and the alkaline. We'll get into that in a few minutes. But um, I was just so impressed and so pleased because I get to share this with my clients. I get to share this with my audience too, because um, I create a lot of recipes um, and <laughs> you do too. And it's like, it's simple for us, but it's not for them. You know what I mean? It's challenging because it's new for them. So what would you say to them about that? Yeah, definitely. And and I have to agree with you. Um, I meet a lot of women on their journey that are trying to eat more plant foods and they just don't know how to do it. You know, they think that the idea of eating plant food means just eliminating a lot of things. Um, and unfortunately, they fall into that trap of like, well, one, I don't know what to eat now. And two, they're running into nutritional deficiencies because they've eliminated tons of food, mm -hmm. but not necessarily added back in something to replace that. So um, I've, I've really taken an approach with this book, whereby it makes it easy for you to understand where your nutrient sources come from. Like each recipe has like a little tip or a little bit of information about how that recipe is going to benefit you nutritionally. Um, because it really does come down to, you know, not just eliminating, but let's add more good to your plate every mm -hmm. single day and make it easy and simple and tasty. Yes, exactly. Very tasty. Um, also that's, Good. So why did you write this book? What was what inspired you to write this book? Yeah, so I have been uh, personally plant based now for almost six years. And um, I've never really followed recipes. I'm not really a recipe type person, which is actually funny, considering I've written two recipe books, right? So um, 
but what I wanted to do is because I post a lot on my social media and on my platforms, I post a lot of what I eat every day so that women can see just how simple it looks and how simple it can feel. Um, but when it came down to it, everybody was like, hey, can you share me that recipe? And I don't actually cook with recipes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when the opportunity came up, you know, to write another cookbook, it was sort of like, okay, yeah, this is definitely something that I know my personal audience needs, but also there are so many people out there struggling with knowing how to make this transition, even if they're not making it fully. And that's something that I stress in the book is that even though you can experience amazing benefits from eating an entirely plant-based lifestyle, that might not be where you're at in your journey and that's okay. Um, and so it really comes down to, you know, how many, in fact, I coach with this, this philosophy of one bite at a time, right? So each mm -hmm. bite that you're taking, is it fueling your health and your energy, or is it depriving you of your, of your health or robbing you of that? So, um, I really took that entire approach when I put it together mm -hmm. in order to help facilitate that change, um, and, and put it down on paper of having these recipes that make it easy to do so that I mean that's like why I did it because I was being asked so many times for all these recipes that I make without actually making a recipe so it came it's finally down on paper and it's surreal to be honest yeah I can relate to that you and I had this conversation before um, how we take recipes and create our own because I am not a recipe person too. I take, I'll take a recipe, but I'll tweak it. And I'll tell my audience when I, when I go live, when I'm creating my weekly meals, I tell them, this is Janice's version. I'll tweak it. I have to, because even though it may say vegan or plant-based, I don't always eat everything plant-based or vegan. It is vegan, but I don't eat everything. Just because it's vegan does not mean it's, it serves my body. So when you said one bite, bite at a time, I go with the philosophy with you, but I always tell them if it's serving you, if it's serving you, we it may not serve you. So I totally agree with you. And that's why I love this because you and I, are, we're so much alike when it comes to that. It's our thing. It's our recipes. And I get a lot of questions too. What, did, what did, how did you make that? I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't, you know, I'm like, I can't explain it because I just created something. Yes, exactly. And, and the funny thing too is, you know, when I cook at home, I could have the same meal, you know, a couple times a month. But it's mm -hmm. never the same recipe of that meal. So I make it different every time. And, and I have mm -hmm. to be honest, that was probably my biggest challenge in writing this book was actually, you know, coming down to a, a pinpoint flavor profile in each mm -hmm. recipe that would be appealing to somebody who is maybe just being introduced to a plant-based diet or is already in a plant-based diet and looking to expand or feeling a little bit bored with what they're doing. So um, you know, coming down to that pinpoint flavor was actually quite difficult. Right, right, right. And that's, and that's funny you say that. That is so true because when I do meal plans for my clients, I tell them, I said, yeah, this, this is a 30-day meal plan, but actually you can stretch it out to 60 to 90 days. And I tell them how, and they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't think about that. I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, it's 30, I say 30 days, but it's really a 90 day. And actually you can get it in that. It's just how creative you get to be with the meal plan. And one of the things I like that what you said is 
they don't have to be 100% plant-based. I always like to tell my ladies or my, my guys who um, hire me is, let's just do one plant-based meal a week. Let's start like that. Let's do that or let's do two. Let's, you know, let's slowly get into it because what we tend to do, I know the experience I had and some of my clients is jump right in. And see, when you jump in, you tend to, that's failure. You jump in and you setting yourself up for failure. And I'm like, no, we don't get to jump in. We get to take baby steps and give ourselves grace and love ourselves through this process and learn how to live it and sustain it and then and, and enjoy it along the way. So I like I like that because you know they tend to. I just want a whole vegan meal uh, meal plan. Um, have you been vegan? Have you tried it? Was it successful? Okay, let's start slow. You know. So exactly. I understand that. Yeah, exactly. And I'm the same way with my clients. Is um, like I call them micro commitments, and that you know mm-hmm. like. We really have to build on, and you know, when we take a look at a plant-based diet, it's not the same as what you grew up eating. If you're transitioning to this, like if you're coming from a standard diet of meat and dairy and potatoes and all of that, you know, you have to learn a whole new set of skills as you transition to this. So like you said, like, it's not sustainable for you to just jump in head first and do it all. Um, but you know, one bite at a time, little micro commitments, one meal a week, it makes Mm -hmm. a difference. And as it becomes comfortable for you, it becomes exciting and doable and realistic. And then you can sort of see this snowballing effect in your habits, in your skills, in your health and in your commitments, whereby, you know, six months down the road, you look back and you're like, wow, how did I get here? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what made you become plant-based? Ah, so this is an interesting story. Um, I was uh, four months postpartum. My daughter was breastfeeding. Uh, she was, yeah, so she was four months. And my dog was sta- like sleeping on the floor. She looks up at me and she kind of like locks eyes with me. You know how dogs sort of like mm-hmm. lock eyes with their, their owners? Mm-hmm. So she locks eyes with me. And I instantly had this moment in my mind where I imagined my four-month-old you know, in her early toddler years, chasing the dog around, right? Like I was just seeing Mm -hmm. like all these like future situations and how Mm -hmm. I have to teach her, you know, we don't pull the dog's ears. We don't pull her tail. We use gentle hands. Right. And, and this is all like in an instant. Okay. So as I'm going through like this thought process, I also realized that at some point when my daughter is able to speak, she's going to ask me, why do we eat cows and chickens and pigs, but we can't eat the dog? Yeah. Right. (laughs) And the funny thing is, is I remember asking my dad this question when I was probably in my early teens. Um, Mm -hmm. And at the time I was actually a farmer. I was growing all my own, all my own food, Mm -hmm. meat, potatoes, dairy, all of it. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I was sitting there processing, you know, what, what is an age appropriate response for a child that asks something like that? Right. And the more I tried to rationalize an answer, the less sense it made to me. (laughs) 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 So I'm sitting there trying to, you know, find rational reasons for why we eat some animals and why we don't eat others. 
And I just couldn't make sense of it anymore. And I realized at that point that that lifestyle wasn't serving me. um, Mm. And that it just didn't connect with my morals and my ethics at that time. Um, And so I, it was on the spot right then and there, like, I'm not doing it anymore. Um, But it was a transition period, right? Like it wasn't overnight. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of things I had to learn. um, And it did take time. It was a process. And when I started to sort of really get the wheels rolling on it, I noticed a lot of health improvement at the time I was suffering with um, an an autoimmune uh, disorder and then some period drama. Uh, Mm -hmm. so, um, and I started to notice all these improvements and I was just like, I can't believe this. These are problems that I've suffered with for, you know, 15 years and all of a sudden they're just going away. And it was incredible, right? You know, symptoms that my doctors couldn't address or couldn't fix for me, or, you know, they put a bandaid on it you know, Mm -hmm. symptoms that I had lived with all my life that I honestly thought that I was going to battle for the rest of my life were Uh suddenly clearing up. And it was just, it just reinforced that decision for me that, you know, this is the path that I'm supposed to be on. And when it felt amazing, I was just like, I have to share this with the world. Everybody needs to know this. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So did you have, um, any challenges? I mean, I know you say you've been a vegan or plant-based for six years. Um, like I started in the nineties and I had all kinds of challenges. Did you have any challenges um, on this journey? Oh, definitely. It was not an easy journey. And I was not yet a nutritionist at the time. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I knew what, you know, some of my protein sources where I knew to add more beans or lentils to my meals, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, addressing the issue of cheese and yogurt was a big deal for me. I probably lived off of those for years. Um, mm-hmm. So trying to figure out how to replace those comfortably without, you know, moving into the really heavily processed foods mm-hmm. um, was a struggle for me. And then definitely I fell into the trap of not eating enough protein and, you know, carb loading because of it, you know, craving those sugars and eating tons of crackers and, you know, like it was labeled vegan. So I was like, oh, it's okay. Right. So I I fell into all of those same um, traps that we fall into in the beginning, not enough protein, reading the label, it says vegan, so it must be healthy, Um, you know, and just and loading up on the carbs and and definitely struggling with the dairy. That was a big one. Uh, But, you know, they were, they were, they were, um, steps in my journey right so Mm -hmm. I didn't come across all of them at the same time and I didn't address all of them at the same time it was Mm -hmm. as I was in my journey suddenly I hit a roadblock and I was like okay Mm -hmm. either I can stay here and be comfortable with where I'm at or I can keep going and find a way and I just kept going and found a way that is awesome because most people stop and they give up Yes. And that's where a, a lot of, I, I talked to a lot of people, they said, I was talking to a lady the other day, um, someone I just met, she said she was vegan for 10 years and she stopped because she got, she was so tired of the frustration with her family. And I'm like, girl, 10 years in the game. No, you teach them people, you teach your family, your loved ones, how to respect where you are, respect where you are. I, I understand that because, and then she was African-American 
um because that's a lot of what i've dealt with was family teasing me oh how can you you know you, you just all the stuff and i said you know what this is my life this is my life i get to i get to stand and believe and believe in me and that's when i i share with her i'm i'm coaching her now um but when i was i just she was 10 years in the game and she gave up now um how um how you know we can be vegan but or plant-based but not like fully 100 percent and when i say that you know what i mean when i say that not a hundred percent um because there's so there's variations right yes yes exactly and i think that's important to mention because there are you know at the end of the day they're all just labels and if mm -hmm. you put a label on where you're at then yeah. it kind of limits you to that. And it feels like a restriction. Instead, you want to look at, you know, what feels good for you? What mm -hmm. do you want to commit to? What aligns with what your goals are? What, you know, challenges do you have in that journey? Are you willing to go over those challenges or are you comfortable where you're at? And it really does come down to that personal journey of where you're mm -hmm. at. Um, and I have to say like, so... So my daughter, so I, by the time my daughter was on solids, um, I was pretty much fully vegan at that time. And um, I started her on an entirely non-restrictive diet. I was feeding her dairy. I was feeding her meat. I was feeding her anything and everything because I mm -hmm. wanted her body to be accustomed to that so that yeah. as she ages, she has the choice of what works for her as opposed mm -hmm. to me inflicting that belief on her. Um, and I know that that's a really difficult conversation for a lot of parents who are raising plant-based children um, because there's that, you know, either stigma around raising their children that way or that conflict internally of whether or not they're doing the right thing. Um, and for me, the right thing was making sure that her body was systemically prepared for whatever mm -hmm. choice she does make. I think that is so smart because I... I deal with a lot of parents who wants to force their kids to be um, somewhat plant-based, but when they're, and then their kids get a sample of some real food, some, a piece of chicken and they're like <laughs> sneaking it. You know what I mean? You, um, that is so true. You give them the opportunity to make the decision because your lifestyle, and this is one of the things I like to tell people, your lifestyle may not be, it may not serve them. Um, and I tell people all the time when they, they, they talk to me, do I have to be a vegan to, for you to coach me? I said, no, because my vegan lifestyle, I, it's funny because I tell myself, vegan, you may not be ready for vegan and vegan may not be ready for you. You need to find out what serve you because it's a relationship. It's a relationship with your body. It's a relationship with your food. It's a relationship. So you have to find out what serve you. So I'm so, I'm so glad you said that because Maybe someone can listen to this and 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 benefit from that um, and see that they the choice is the child. You know, exactly. I mean? you guide them, you direct them, you give them um, the you know the guidance as a parent, but the choice is theirs. Exactly, and and what I found over the years with my daughter personally um, is that she uh, she tells me she doesn't want to eat animals. But she mm -hmm. does like eating things like chicken nuggets, right? Mm -hmm. And, and you know, chicken strips and that sort of thing. And 
Um, and I'm okay with that because if that's where she's at, then that's okay. And so what I focus on instead is how can I add other plant foods to her plate mm -hmm. to ensure mm -hmm. that she's getting those phytonutrients and antioxidants mm -hmm. and those minerals and, and all of that concentrated, really healthy stuff that is going yeah. to help her body process any foods that she chooses to eat that maybe don't serve her health. So, um, and in that journey, she's learned and not now she's not even six yet she's almost six but she's learned the importance of eating the rainbow and having a mm -hmm. variety of colors and textures and fruits and vegetables on her plate and even though there are certain foods in those categories she doesn't like she makes an effort to have a couple of bites of them because she knows what it can do for her body so exactly you know it, it, it really is a journey for everybody. And, you know, when she gets older, she might decide like, mom, I'm not doing it your way. I'm going to do it my way. And that's okay. But I've armed her with the nutritional knowledge that she needs to do it in the right way. That's powerful. Now, let me ask you this. This is, this is a question that I get asked all the time. Is your husband vegan? <laughs> okay. So this is interesting. So we call him flexitarian. Um, okay. Yeah. So at home, uh, he eats what I make. Um, I'm definitely like the kitchen expertise in the house. Mm -hmm. And so he eats what I make. He loves all plant-based foods. He loves what we eat at home. But when we're out and about or if he's on the go, he's a lot more flexible. Um, yeah. And whereas me, I'm not. <laughs> so, you know, taking me somewhere to eat is... <laughs> My poor husband. I feel for him, honestly. <laughs> um, it's a struggle taking me out somewhere to eat because I do, you know, it's it's not just an ethics thing for me anymore, but because I'm so rooted also in the health benefits of what I've experienced and because I'm not willing to go back to the way I used to live pain-wise, health-wise, it's such a strong barrier or... Um, uh, like a hard no for me that mm -hmm. it definitely can be a little bit challenging for my husband to take me out somewhere to eat. <laughs> um, but of course there's always ways around, around those challenges and, and implementing it in a lifestyle that works for you too. So. Well, I can relate. I'm not same, uh, same household. <laughs> I can totally relate with you. Let me ask you this. What is your favorite recipe in the book? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, and it's really hard to answer that because, you know, I've got breakfast in there. I've got snacks, salads, soups, um, you know, staples, desserts. So there's like a whole wide range of recipes. So mm -hmm. I think if I had to narrow it down to like one recipe, um, it would probably be the broccoli salad. Uh, mm. And I just find, and that one goes over so well in my house. Anybody mm -hmm. who comes over to make it or like to eat with us whenever I make it, it's always very popular. And the funny thing is, is even though it's one of my favorites, it's probably the one that I make the least just because it's maybe more, a bit more time consuming just to get everything prepared. But yeah. every time we sit down, it never disappoints. Well, give me a dessert too, girl, because you know we got a lot of people that love desserts. <laughs> Everybody loves dessert, and that's okay. Right. Okay, so my favorite dessert uh, would definitely have to be the chickpea cookie dough, uh, and that's on mm. page 116. Uh, and yes. I truthfully love that one 
simply because um, it, so, so one thing that I always do in my home, even when I make dessert, it has a nutritional component. Like nothing yeah. I make ever isn't thought about nutritionally. Um, and so I love this one because it's packed so much with protein that it's not only mm -hmm. going to satisfy that sweet tooth that you've got, but it's going to leave you feeling full so you don't go back for more sweet. Um, and mm -hmm. so I really love that component of it. Plus, it's like decadent and just gives you that sort of like child memory of, you know, baking cookies with your mom or your grandma. And then you get to eat the dough out of the bowl and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So it just has this nostalgic um memory or effect on you but still nutritionally hits all your goals and satisfies you emotionally so 100 that's my favorite one awesome so let me ask you do you meal do you meal uh, plan and meal prep weekly yeah so that's a great question so i do um i like to do my meal planning typically on um sundays sundays are always sort of like clean out the fridge day. So there's never actually a meal planned for Sunday. It's eat whatever's left over and has to go. <laughs> so sometimes our meals on Sundays might look like a stir fry or a soup. If I've got, you know, veggies that are not as fresh as I'd like them to be. Um, right. Or if we've just got leftovers, then our plate could literally just look like a handful of just different meals. Um, yeah. But then definitely, yeah, like I meal plan for the rest of the week. And, um, and I, I like to do it in a way where it's, you know, simple for us in my home. And that's, mm -hmm. I double batch our dinners. Dinners become a leftover for lunch the next day. It's yeah. fast. It's easy. I know everyone's going to eat it because if everybody ate the dinner before, they're all going to eat lunch too. So I don't have yeah. to really think too much. Um, and it also helps keep our grocery bills down too. I do the same thing, girl. That's why I say our household is so similar. So similar. <laughs> so, um, where it's, let the people know where you are, where they can reach you. Yeah, definitely. So you can find me on Facebook, um, Healthy Living with Jen J, um, or just Jen Jolwin. If you want to send me a personal request, that's fine. And then I'm also on Instagram, um, Living Healthy One Bite at a Time. It's a huge mouthful, <laughs> um, but it's it's honestly my catchphrase, and I have to stand by it. So <laughs> that's my tag on Instagram, uh, and then a website, Jen'sHealthyLiving.ca. And where can we order the book at? Because definitely, I want my I want that book to be in my, my, my friends and family hand. I have my book. I have two copies. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So you can order your book off of Amazon. Um, it is still set for pre-orders. So it's not even officially on sale yet. Um, but pre-orders are really important because they do help boost the Amazon ratings of books so that when, you know, somebody is searching recipes or books similar to this one, this one comes up in the suggested options. So I do encourage you to grab a pre-order and we can include the link in the description of this video when we're done. Um, so you can go ahead and yeah. grab a pre-order of the book. I will put the link out here when we're done. Um, do you have any last words for the people, girl? Honestly, um, just do it. <laughs> Don't be scared. Um, there's always going to be reasons for you to not start a health journey or not start changing the way you eat or not start being active. But, you know, dig down, ask yourself why you're doing it. Because when you put that emotional connection to why you need to change something, 
it becomes so clear. You've got blinders on and it's a straight path. And all you have to do is take the first step. Yes. Yes. And before we go, I want you to touch on something. I saw your, um, your, I think it was your story or your live last week. And you talked about the, um, plant-based and, um, alkaline and why you, um, what made you the difference, not the difference, but the components of the two. And um, can you touch base on that? I cover alkaline a lot. I, um, in my, when I'm educating my clients and going live and the, uh, we, is the pH balance of alkaline or acidity people, you know, is so many different names for it or the AAA, that kind of stuff. So can you touch the, um, touch on that, what you shared on your page? Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, the alkaline diet is based on the idea that food influences the alkalinity inside of our body. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, in terms of the traditional alkaline diet, there isn't necessarily um, a hard line on foods you should or shouldn't eat. It's more of a scale. So there's, you know, foods that are super acidic, and then we move up into super alkaline. And we want to be, you know, when we're following just an alkaline diet, we want to stay more on the side of alkalinity. But you know, occasionally, we're going to fall into the acidic range, the plant based alkaline components together, they do sort of put that stop line. So they do they, there's kind of a bumper there. And so you're, you're going to stop at a certain point, um, on that scale where you're no longer going to cross it and go into those acidic foods. Um, and so by doing that, what you're doing is you're focusing the majority whenever possible of what you're eating as alkaline based or promoting foods so that you're improving your chances of achieving op optimal health, right? Or mm -hmm. minimizing risk of disease in your best opportunity because you're in that opportune range. Um, now in the book, I do sort of go into a little bit. I do do a little science class in there for you um, to help break it down so you understand it from a very simple view because I mean, we really, at, at the end of the day, we don't need to know how it really happens, like all the science behind it, but having a good understanding of how those components work together can help you better anchor into your decision to give it a go. Um, and I do include in this book, I will say a seven day um, meal plan based off the recipes in the book and even a shopping list. So you can literally print out your shopping list, go and take that first step of implementing it. After seven days of just doing that, you'd be amazed how different you could feel um, just from making that little commitment. Well, I think... <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there. You and I can host a seven-day challenge with that meal plan. That would be awesome. Yeah. I'll just put it out there. Let's, let's work on it behind the scenes and, like, um, throw it out there. So y'all heard it first. We're working on it. We'll let you guys know when, we're, um, when it's ready. Um, yes. Seven-day alkaline um, plant-based based on Jenny's meal plan. I like that. I love Definitely. it. Let's do it. Yeah. Anything else before we wrap it up, my friend? No, I mean, I just, I have to say, you know, thank you to everybody who's been watching us, um, you know, who stuck around to the end to this point here. I know everybody lives really busy lives and, you know, plugging in on our social media can be, you know, a, both a good thing and a bad thing for a lot of us. So I definitely appreciate everybody's time and being here. And I hope that, you know, 
by hearing what we've had to say that it has inspired you in some way, shape or form to just take that first step or take your next step, wherever it is you are in your journey and think about what your journey is going to look like. Absolutely. I did all that. I agree with um, Jenny and you guys, um, if you want to reach out to her, reach out to her, if you, um, whatever you need, we're here. We're here to help you get dressed for the dress and live your best life, plant-based 80% or whatever you at. We're willing to meet you where you at. But I wanted to come in here and share this awesome news and um, just be a part of her launching and let you guys uh, have the opportunity to get her book at pre-order. So go, I'm going to put the link out here when we get done, go and order your book and be ready for the seven day challenge. It's going to come, we're going to work on it. We're going to get it rolling. So be ready. Look forward to seeing you guys soon. Thank you guys so much for um, being a part of this. Let me stop.